0: Hello everyone, I am Giulio Prisco and this is the Turing Church podcast. Today I will talk about technological resurrection, which is a cornerstone of Turing Church. The idea of technological resurrection is that future engineers with uh, superior science and technology will find ways to resurrect everyone who was ever alive. The future engineers could be our uh, grandchildren or our descendants in the very far future or benevolent aliens with uh, godlike science and technology technology or resurrection is not just one of the cornerstones of Turing church but it is the main cornerstone number 1 you see to me believing in some sort of life after death and uh, that i will be with my loved ones again after death, is an existential imperative. I would not be able to bear life without believing in these things. I am open to the idea of God, but I have not received the gift of faith, and I have never been able to believe in revealed religion just because it is revealed religion. So I needed a project, I needed a plan, if God or the universe has not given us life after that, well, then uh, we will have to engineer it for ourselves. I don't make fundamental distinctions between artificial, natural, and divine. I define nature as all that exists. So we are natural, technology is natural, and a god is natural. Everything is natural, and therefore technological resurrection is natural resurrection. My first post to the Extropians uh, mailing list in 1999 was about technological resurrection. The post was uh, titled Afterlife with a question mark, and it went like this. I am 42 years old and I wish to think that some part of me will live forever. I have an even stronger wish to think that my loved ones will live forever. The deep wish to believe in an afterlife is quite common, if not even universal. It contributed to the origin of religion. Here I cited the essay Transhumanism. Towards a Futurist Philosophy by Max Moore. Max said that humans are uh, driven to the comforts of religious dogma by the terrible fact of death. I always found this evident, and I thought that science could provide a concept of afterlife equivalent to what religion offers. I will now continue reading my first post uh, to the extropians list. First, I mentioned mind uploading and cryonics. Here is me in 1999. I am reasonably confident that the first uploading experiments will be performed during my lifetime. At the same time, I do not think that uploading will be an operational technology in useful time, that is, in time to live forever, or at least a very long time, by having myself and memories transferred somewhere else. Cryonics may be an answer. Have yourself uh, frozen up until uploading becomes an operational technology, and that's it. But some of my loved ones would not accept it as it would go against their beliefs, and even worse, some are dead already. So at least from my point of view, uploading and cryonics are not an answer to the deep wish to believe in an afterlife. Enter technological resurrection, or in other words, retrieving personal memories and whole personalities from the past and uploading them to the future. My younger 1999 self continued. Why not consider the afterlife as a goal? Imagine a future transhuman civilization spread over the galaxy with a uh, mastery of space-time sufficient to reach, somehow, into the past, and record, somehow, selves and memories of human beings. Back to the future, this could be uploaded to whatever physical structure is used those days as a vehicle for human consciousness. So the basic concepts of religion would become uh, God exists, we will evolve into it. Heaven exists, it is where God lives. A concept of Purgatorium could also be formulated in this framework, as some personalities might need re-engineering before heaven. Even more interesting, the ethical and moral values of a God are exactly the same that our own civilization will develop. I'm sure these ideas been explored by thinkers and discussed on the extropian list. Any good references? By the way, this is my first posting to the list. I look forward to discussing interesting things. So, this was my first post to the extropians list, and it is still very close to my current thinking. So in the last two decades, I have just been elaborating upon the ideas outlined in my first post to the Extropians list. The only important thing that has changed is that I'm not 42 years old anymore. I will be 64 in a few days. I received some interesting replies to my first post. Anders Sandberg was the first to welcome me to the list, and he mentioned universal immortalism and the omega point theory of Frank Tipler. Charlie Strauss mentioned the simulation hypothesis of Hans Moravec. Nick Bostrom is often credited for formulating the simulation hypothesis, but Moravec came before him. I will say something about the simulation hypothesis later on. I remember my younger self, in 1999, thinking of extropy as a beautiful and powerful new religion for the new millennium, and I have interpreted transhumanism in this sense ever since. Today I don't use the term transhumanist to define myself. I prefer To call myself a cosmist, the philosophy of Russian cosmism developed by by Nikolai Fyodorov and other Russian thinkers around 1900 explicitly, explicitly mentions the technological resurrection of everyone who has ever lived as an important task for future humanity. So what have I been doing in the last 20 years? I have been elaborating a more comprehensive and I think entirely consistent cosmist metaphysics and the cosmist view of reality, which includes the idea of uh, technological resurrection, and is consistent with modern scientific speculation on the one hand, and consistent with uh, the central concepts of uh, traditional religion on the other hand. My metaphysics is described in my book uh, Tales of the Turing Church. See also my review of the book uh, Believing in Dawkins by uh, Eric Steinert, uh, published last week on my other website uh, turingchurch.net. Now of course the question is how can technological resurrection work? How can future godlike engineers retrieve us from here and now and upload us to their future? Well, if we could answer this question in detail, we would be godlike engineers ourselves, but we are not. Give time to time and uh, we, will, we will find a way. but. Uh, Current science already provides some uh, preliminary answers, likely wrong, but useful as starting points. One preliminary theory of uh, technological resurrection is described in the science fiction novel The Light of Other Days, written by Stephen Baxter in collaboration with Arthur Clarke. In the novel, future scientists find uh, that space is full of microscopic uh, wormholes, distributed with very high density, which connect any place to any other place. Future engineers build a device called WormCam that uh, permits opening wormholes at uh, remote uh, places and watching what happens there. Soon they find that uh, the worm cam can access not only other places, but also other times. The fabric of space-time is full of uh, micro wormholes that connect any pixel of space-time to any other pixel of space-time. Worm cam technology permits establishing data links to anywhere, anytime, in particular Engineers can open wormhole in the body and in the brain of anyone who was ever alive any time in the past. So they can read the DNA and the information in the brain of a person in the past. Then they upload the information to a cloned body and, lo and behold, the person has been resurrected. I loved this novel. One problem is that it happens only a couple of centuries from now, and I find this difficult to believe. I think it is much more likely that uh, developing the science and engineering of uh, technological resurrection will uh, take thousands of years or more. But I could be wrong. In any case, you don't have to worry about how long it will take, because from your point of view, The process will be instantaneous. You close your eyes here and you open your eyes there, wherever there is. How scientifically plausible is this theory of technological resurrection? Given the assumption that uh, there are wormholes connecting uh, times and uh, places all over space and time. The theory seems very plausible. It is interesting that modern scientific theories proposed by top scientists establish an equivalence between quantum entanglement, which is spread all over space and time and wormholes. So we can think that two entangled particles are connected by a wormhole. How to develop the theory? how to build resurrection technology based on this theory is a problem for future scientists and engineers. I am confident that uh, they will find ways to solve this problem. This is my favorite theory of technological resurrection, but there are other possibilities. One is based on the idea that all our memories and whole personalities are spontaneously stored in the fabric of space-time by physical processes. If so, future engineers will be able to locate and read this information. According to many and perhaps most physicists, information is conserved in the universe. I disagree, but perhaps I am wrong? If I am wrong, the dead are stored in the fabric of space-time, they are distributed and scrambled beyond recognition, like the information in a hologram, but this is just an engineering challenge. If I am not wrong, that is, if information is not conserved in the universe, there is still the possibility but in that enough, not all but enough, enough information is uh, stored in the fabric of space-time. Let me make a simple analogy. The website TuringChurch.com used to be on another server until a few weeks ago. That server was not maintained anymore and eventually, I was unable to access the control panel. So I put the website on uh, another server managed by Substack. Therefore, the content of the old website disappeared. Or, in other words, all documents on the old website uh, died. No big deal, because most of the old documents have been adapted for my book uh, uh, Tales of the Turing Church but I realized that I wanted to keep some other documents as well so I had to resurrect old documents that had died no problem I went to the Wayback uh, machine of the internet archive found the old documents that I wanted to resurrect made a copy and resurrected the documents in my other website uh, turingchurch.net. I could do this because the Internet Archive had backup copies. You can choose to attribute the existence of the backup uh, copies to the owners of the Internet Archive, and that uh, would be godlike beings who manage the archive, or to automatic software that scans the web and makes uh, backup copies, and that would be natural laws. Now, let me say something about the simulation hypothesis. The simulation hypothesis is the idea that our reality is a simulation computed in a higher level of reality. The simulators can make backup uh, copies of us uh, down here and now and upload us to to, uh, their reality or to another simulation. So we will be resurrected by the godlike beings that operate the simulation that is our reality. I prefer my concept of technological resurrection because it is a project that we can work on, and the outcome depends only on us, if the laws of nature cooperate. Otherwise, if the laws of nature do not cooperate, we will just have to change the laws of nature. No big deal, just an engineering challenge. But the concept of resurrection provided by the simulation uh, hypothesis is also appealing. Now, if you ask me, The simulation hypothesis, or at least the simple formulation of the simulation hypothesis, is very naive and must be taken as just a simple intuitive picture. There are more sophisticated versions of the simulation hypothesis, and in my book Tales of the Turing Church. I start building a bridge between the simulation hypothesis and my cosmist view of reality. I conclude that the simulation hypothesis is a coherent and useful mental picture of reality. In a future episode of this podcast and in my next book, I will sketch a concept that I find very promising, that the simulators in another universe and intelligent life in the far future of this universe are one and the same thing. In the meantime, I'm reading the new book by Ritz van Virk, The Simulated Multiverse, which will be published on October 15. The book is the sequel to the previous book by Ritz van Virk, The Simulation Hypothesis. I will write a review before the book uh, comes out, and I will discuss the simulation hypothesis in a future episode of this podcast. This is what uh, I wanted to say today. Thank you very much for listening, and uh, please uh, subscribe to turingchurch.com.